everybody. Happy Saturday. Welcome into another edition of the Sports Kiki Podcast. It is episode number 148, and my name is Alex Reamer. As always, it is Saturday, January 14th, 2023, and you can find the Sports Kiki Podcast wherever you can find your favorite out sports shows. We are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You know the drill by now. Download, listen, rate, and subscribe. It's time to put on your eye black because this is an NFL show. That's right. We're talking football today, talking pigskin with the NFL playoffs beginning this weekend. And our Sid Ziegler did some great work this past week. So great, in fact, that I'm just going to basically piggyback off it <laughs> for the duration of this episode, uh, uncovering, and in some instances with Tony Dungy, uh, reiterating the anti-gay stances that Dungy has taken over the years, and this was a new one for me, CBS broadcaster James Brown, who hosts NFL uh, Today on CBS, one of the faces of their coverage, the face of their pregame show. Uh, James Brown, like Tony Dungy for years, has been a featured speaker at an event hosted by a rapidly, a rapidly anti-gay Christian evangelist. But before I get into all of that, and James Brown and Tony Dungy, and whether or not they belong as the faces of CBS and NBC's NFL coverage. Let's first start off with a positive note. Why not? Carl Nassib, of course, will be in the playoffs. The Bucks take on the Cowboys this Monday night. Uh, that is a home game for Tampa Bay because they won the NFC South, despite finishing with a worse record than the Cowboys. And as a result, well, partially as a result of that, I think the Bucks are winning that game. I also think Tom Brady is back in his groove. And yeah, I just don't see Brady losing to the Cowboys on Monday night. And we'll see what Carl Nassib does. Last time Carl Nassib played on Monday night, he came up with a key sack to help engineer the Bucks' epic comeback victory over the Saints. It was a Tom Brady fourth quarter touchdown drive. So Carl Nassib back in the spotlight this Monday night for the Bucks' playoff game. But of course, Nassib signed with the Bucks this season. He publicly came out as gay when he was a member of the Las Vegas Raiders. And our Jim Bazinski wrote a piece on Friday about the embrace that Carl Nassib experienced on the Raiders, in particular from quarterback Derek Carr. And that's relevant today because Derek Carr this past week released a a farewell letter of sorts to Raiders fans, uh, all but ensuring that his time with the franchise has come to a close. And Jim mentioned this and is absolutely right. It's worth pointing out just how cool it was, and I think probably how influential it was, that Derek Carr, a big-name quarterback in this league, was one of the first guys to step up and say, yeah, we are teammates with Carl, and we support him unequivocally. This is what Derek Carr said in a July 2021 podcast with Chris Collinsworth. Quote, he's our brother. So if you want to mess with him, you have to go through us. I mean, simple to the point, can you tell me a more emphatic endorsement than that? He's our brother. So if you want to mess with him, you have to go through us. That's pretty damn cool. Uh, Carr went on to say a number of other things, supportive of Nassiv. Some of the things, you know, show that he maybe could be educated a little bit, such as referring to being gay as a lifestyle. Quote, we live in a country nowadays. People think if you don't agree, then you can't love another and have their back. That's the furthest thing from the truth. There are some guys that have raised a question or two. But they all say, without a doubt, we have his back. And that line and those lines are, I think, even more important in some ways than Derek Carr coming out and saying, he's our brother. If you want to mess with 
him, you have to go through us because, you know, it's, look, in NFL locker room, there are 54 active players, coaches, many more in the practice squad, a diverse set of viewpoints, as we know, and I'm sure that not everybody in every NFL locker room uh, is pro-LGBTQ rights. And what Derek Carr is saying is that despite how some players may feel about same-sex marriage and other LGBTQ-related issues, they're able to put that aside and respect Carl as a teammate. You can delve into a deeper discussion of can you really respect your gay teammate if you don't also respect his right to marry whoever he wants or to uh, not be discriminated against uh, at work or housing or go on down the line. Uh, Can you really respect your teammate if you don't respect his basic rights? It's a philosophical question that I don't feel like answering right now. But in the context of this conversation, I think that was a great statement that Derek Carr made right after Carl Nassib came out in the summer of 2021. Look, yeah, maybe not everybody is pro-same-sex marriage or pro-LGBTQ rights, but uh, you know, we're putting that aside. Carl Nassib is our teammate, and as he said, we have his back. And we've talked a lot about on the show the last three years the importance of high-profile athletes speaking out in favor of gay teammates, in favor of LGBTQ people. And one of my disappointments, and we said this, uh, I think I said it on the show last week, you know, looking to expect more from sports leagues and their embrace of LGBTQ pride in 2023, one of the things I said is it's time for some big names to step up here. And in the NFL, that means the quarterbacks. The quarterbacks are the show. They're the biggest names. And for a quarterback, Derek Carr, who's been to a couple Pro Bowls, uh, for him to step up and embrace Carl Nassib in the public way he did shortly after Nassib came out was a big deal. And so it's worth mentioning and celebrating, as Jim Bozinski wrote this week on OutSports. All right, so that's the good news. And we're rooting on uh, Carl and his new boyfriend as well. He might be there, the Olympic swimmer, Monday night against the Cowboys. Uh, Saturday night, NBC. Tonight is uh, airing a primetime playoff game, Jaguars and Chargers. And Tony Dungy will be on the call for that affair. Dungy, of course, has been an analyst on NBC's Football Night in America for many years. That's the Sunday Night Football pregame show. Um, James Brown, as I was saying in the open, is a CBS journalist. He is the host of NFL Today on CBS and thus one of the faces of CBS's NFL coverage. And as Sid Ziegler wrote this week, Tony Dungy and James Brown for years have been featured speakers at an event hosted by a rapidly anti-gay Christian evangelist named Andrew Womack who has equated being gay to murder, among other outlandish and ridiculous statements. Dungy and Brown will again support Womack's ministry this March at an event called Men's Advance. The event is hosted by Womack at Cheris Bible College in Colorado, my alma mater. <laughs> the evangelist in this college, in this college rather, advance anti-gay and anti-trans beliefs. They claim to root them in Christian doctrine, all that stuff. Uh, Sid said he asked for comment numerous times from NBC and CBS about this. Unsurprisingly, no comments were given. James Brown is a little bit different than Tony Dungy in the fact that 
at least from what we can search, he has never said anything publicly about gay rights, LGBTQ rights. He has said that Tony Dungy is one of his best friends. And given that he and Dungy both speak at this event hosted by this rabidly anti-gay Christian preacher, uh, you know, I think it's fair to surmise that James Brown may not be on board with same-sex marriage, same-sex rights. But we don't know for sure because James Brown has not spoken directly about that. Though, again, I would say if you are headlining an event, speaking at an event, uh, with a rapidly anti-gay Christian evangelist, then, well, you know, then maybe, then, and then, then, you know, I, I don't know if you necessarily need to say where you fall on that, but, but, but Dungy is a bigger deal because for years, of course, he's been an outspoken, uh, anti, on anti-LGBTQ issues, anti-same-sex marriage, and he's carried this over to his sports commentary in 2013, when NBA player Jason Collins came out publicly as gay at the end of his career, Dungy said, quote, he doesn't agree with Jason Collins' lifestyle. When Michael Sam publicly came out prior to the 2014 NFL draft, Dungy said he wouldn't have selected him. Quote, I wouldn't have taken him, Tony Dungy said. I wouldn't want to deal with all that. It's not going to be totally smooth. Things will happen. The appropriate follow-up question, of course, would be, what things do you think will happen? And I would ask Tony Dungy today in 2023, what things do you think happened with Carl Nassib, with the Raiders and the Buccaneers? Whatever those things may be, it certainly did not prevent those teams from winning. The Raiders made the playoffs last year and the Bucs are in the playoffs this year, as we said. So Tony Dungy's anti-gay statements aren't just in the political realm. They carry over to sports and he still thinks this way to today. And how I know that is, Sid Ziegler, great online snooping here, embedded a couple of tweets in his article, uh, one from June 2020, another one from August 2021, so recent, you know, in, in this time frame, about Dungy and LGBTQ. And well, this is what he says. In June 6, 2020, this is what Dungy tweeted to a random tweeter, quote, you and I disagree about whether LGBTQ is a lifestyle, but that has nothing to do with how I treat people. There was a lot more comments in that story that never got written, but that happens a lot. We're seeing that today. Okay, in response to a story, obviously, that Dungy was part of. This is what Dungy writes in August 2021 to another, well, three actually here, random Twitter users, quote, homosexuality was a concept when the Bible was written. There are passages in the Bible that deal directly with that asserting that homosexuality is a sin. And as we know, Dungy's been a speaker at multiple fundraisers for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, which bars LGBTQ people from leadership positions, and at least until recently included opposition to same-sex marriage as one of its nine main statements of faith. And the overarching question in regards to Tony Dungy is, should somebody with these clearly stated, and I would say quite vehement, anti-LGBTQ views, should this person be a lead voice on NBC's NFL coverage? We've seen many sports media personalities in the past fired for anti-LGBTQ statements. You go to Tom Brenneman, who was fired after saying a flippant anti-gay slur that was caught on a hot mic. Uh, Brenneman apologized. He's now in the midst of a years-long embrace of the LGBTQ community. He truly seems like somebody who's putting in the work and has put in the work to see how his words impact others. 
But as of now, that moment has basically upended his career. Uh, Kurt Schilling, of course, fired by ESPN after posting stupid things about transgender people on Facebook, which now seems so quaint compared to the QAnon garbage that Kurt is spewing. Um, But if you want a better parallel and really the best parallel for Tony Dungy, that's probably Craig James, um, who was fired by Fox Sports a few years ago for speaking out against same-sex marriage. And Tony Dungy has, of course, avoided that. Um, We had a poll on Outsports this week, posted on Twitter. 96% of respondents said uh, they are uncomfortable with someone who's so opposed to LGBTQ rights being a prominent voice on CB on NBC's NFL coverage. And, you know, it's hard to go at Dungy like this because he's one of the most revered and highly respected figures in the game. Uh, Sid deals with that in his article as well. I mean, even Peter King, prominent NFL writer Peter King, whose daughter is gay, has praised Tony Dungy as, quote, a leader. Uh, you know, and look, I don't know Tony Dungy, obviously. Everyone is shades of gray, and so many people speak highly of him. I'm sure in some respects he is a great leader. But can you really be a great leader for all if you are so anti-LGBTQ? And it's a tricky concept. It's a tricky subject. I don't think that people should be fired or professionally disciplined for their political views. But I don't know if this is just political views. I think this is Tony Dungy saying that one group of people, gay people, are sinning. (laughs) And they are not deserving of equal rights. They are not deserving of recognition when athletes have come out publicly in pro-male sports. Again, Jason Collins, Michael Sam. Dungy has spoken negatively about them and their experience. So, yeah, I think NBC in 2023 should at least answer the questions about Tony Dungy, not saying you have to fire him, not saying you have to discipline him, but answer the questions. You know, does this bother you that one of the faces of, you know, NBC pays the NFL billions of dollars to broadcast Sunday night football, playoff games, a Super Bowl every three or four years. It's a totally worthwhile question to ask NBC. What do you make of Tony Dungy's explicit anti-LGBTQ views? Are you okay with Tony Dungy's explicit anti-LGBTQ views, which he has expressed time and time again over a period of many years? And until NBC actually answers that question, we're going to keep asking. So thanks for listening to another edition of the Sports Kiki Podcast. It was episode number 148. As always, if you want to reach me, the best way to do that is via Twitter, against my better judgment, my DMs are open, at AlexStreamer1 is my username, that again is at AlexStreamer1. So long everybody, and we'll talk to you next Saturday.